Welcome to The Authentic Girls Club. We are Charlotte and Kat and we have spent the last few years lifting the lid on our lives. We decided to stop waiting for things to change and instead be that change with all of our hearts. In that decision, we have got to see all that is so possible when we step out of our own way. And we are so excited to help you do the same. We get one life, right? So let's choose to live it authentically, aligned, and to its fullest. We are here to empower, to inspire, and to encourage you to simply take your next step today and to be so proud of yourself along the way. In this podcast, we will be sharing our real and raw moments with you and all that we have done to create the lives we love now. So let's jump straight in. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm excited because we're not alone again today. I love this. Sometimes (laughs) we have guests on the podcast, we're like, we're not alone. Who do we have with us? (laughs) Oh, so really excited, guys, because we have the wonderful Claire Nutton from The Disruptive Yogi on the show today. So we had the absolute pleasure of meeting Claire a few weeks ago now because she is going to be coming into the membership on the 12th of July as our guest expert for this month's masterclass, which is how to cultivate a positive attitude with yoga and gratitude. And we cannot wait for that. And when we met Claire on this Zoom, after sort of a few minutes in, listening to Claire and her story, it was really clear to us that yoga is so much more than just a physical practice. Now I've done yoga for quite some years, And I'll be completely honest, it's only of late that I'm realising that it's so much more than just my flexibility or my strength or my tone. Um, So we knew, didn't we, Charlotte, straight away, we're like, we need Claire on the show. We need Claire on the show. (laughs) So so welcome, Claire. It's so great to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to, to chat. Yeah, amazing, amazing. It is so great to have you here. And yeah, let's dive straight in. What we'd love to start with is just a little bit more about you. So if you want to introduce yourself and maybe just tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today. Um, so yeah, well, hand straight over to you, Claire. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite, um, it, it's a meaty story, if you will. And it's been a journey. Um, and there's a lot of pieces to it. Um, I do have a tendency to waffle on, so do feel free to jump in whenever you... <laughs> um, but I've always been in health and fitness and wellness. I've always been in that industry. I've always worked in gyms and studios. Um, and it's been the last probably 10 to 12 years that I've actually been really interested in yoga. And um, what I was actually finding when I was making my way... Um, working my way up the ladder into kind of being a personal trainer because you start at the bottom, you start in the gym um, and you're just a fitness instructor talking. So I'm making my way up. And what I was finding more and more is I've always worked with ladies, always worked with women, but I was finding women were hitting their goals, hitting all their targets and they were looking absolutely fantastic. 
Um, but they still wasn't happy. They, they just wasn't happy. There was, there was, they could never get enough. It was always a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, and I was then getting to the age, I was approaching 40, and I was finding the same with me. I was like, well, what is this? Why, why are we never happy with setting our goals, reaching our goals, and just never happy with this? We're always striving, aren't we, instead of enjoying, um, enjoying the fruits of our labour, if you will. Um, and then it was actually, um, I, I had a sore back. I had a really, really bad back. So I, I stumbled in quite literally into a yoga class and I was kind of because I was always into and I'm sure I'm not on my own here but I was always into the high impact the Les Mills the go 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 classes all the time it had to be fast it had to be sweaty and heart rate always had to be up and that was how I was going to get my goals that was how we do it and so I was a bit apprehensive to start with and on a physical level and for my back, it was absolutely amazing. The results were, and I was like, oh, <laughs> more of this in my life. <laughs> I needed, so I dived in, flew off to India, spent a month out there and really kind of cracked open this topic of yoga. And it was absolutely fascinating. Um, and so what I started to do, it was the it was the philosophy that I was really interested in and bringing the philosophy back with me because everybody likes doing the postures and the headstands and the handstand. We like that challenge. Um, and it's a good thing to have. It's a healthy thing to have that challenge. Um, but it's the philosophy that often gets forgotten and working with um, the sutras. And with those, we can kind of start building that lifestyle. Sorry, the dog is just going absolutely mental. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's pulling the sutras and bringing them into our lifestyle. So after spending a couple of hours cracking open yoga, and then started to bring the fitness and the wellness together. Fast forward to lockdown and I created this package where um, I brought all of that together under one roof and I was getting better results on a mental mindset level with the ladies and the physical results. So it was combining the two, if you will. Does that make sense? It's really long winded and it's kind of a lot of pieces all built together, but it was what pulling everything together and looking at all of the aspects that I was actually happier with the results I was getting with the ladies I was working with. That makes complete sense. It really does. And I love how you've like, there's these two powerhouses that you've put pulled together here, the fitness and the wellness and the mindset, because I can really, really relate to the whole, like reaching the goals, especially on like exterior, you know, in terms of our bodies, you know, we're hitting these goals, we're looking good, but like, there's still something not right inside. And that's where we go into the mindset and the wellness and the well-being. And it's kind of like, where's well, there something underneath in the subconscious that's kind of not aligned with what we think we want on the surface? Um, so bringing them together to create the disruptive yogi. Absolutely. Is Absolutely. incredible. Absolutely. And it's also because I've got the nutrition behind me as well. So if you can tick all the boxes and, and we're seeing a lot more of it now coming out where nutrition plays an important, plays an important part in balancing the hormones and hormones are so integral to feeling and looking healthy. Um, so when we're pulling all these pieces together, you're actually going to be the fittest, the healthiest and the happiest that you've been in a very long time. Mm. And it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Like I was kind of, I know with my own kind of 
I don't know whether I'd call it a fitness journey yet. I'm I'm still still just uh yeah getting there. But I've had to do the mindset first before I've even kind of got myself a physical practice together. And I am doing things, but I know that I want to kind of get a bit more consistent, shall we say, with my fitness and especially nutrition, because that's something that's not on my radar yet. But yeah, I had to kind of get my mind in the right place to be able to do it. Otherwise, I would do it, but for the odd week or so, it'd drop off again. And like, you know, I could just, and always, or just always letting myself down with exercising or with eating healthier. But now I see that when my mind's right, that's coming with much more ease. So I suppose I've done it the opposite way around. <laughs> no, but. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think, and again, mindset's playing a huge part. We see it everywhere on social media at the moment. But if you can start, just pause for a moment, just slow down, because we're so open to social media all the time, the news all the time. Um, Like we're we're fighting against the modern day all the time, but we're moving 100 miles an hour. So if we can actually pause and slow down and go, okay, so what am I feeling with this? What, What do I feel? instead of the comparing and and working through comparing yourself with other people and what should be because what should be for you is going to be totally different yeah. to what should be and what feels right for me and I think that's the that's the important thing because everyone's fitness journey is going to look different as well mm-hmm. um and that, that and I've got so many clients at the moment where we're not even doing the physical so the yoga they're sit-down sessions and it's mindset and it's looking at nutrition and it's looking, it's visualizing your end goals without even getting the yoga mat out. Yeah. And I think that's the fascinating thing. I mean, yes, yes, movement. I'm not saying movement's not, not important. Movement's incredibly important. But that's going to look different from, from person to person. Woman to yeah. woman. One woman might enjoy just the walking, just the beach walking, the hiking, the mountains. Another woman might just be fully involved in the yoga practice. So it's going to look different. Yeah. And like you say, that mindset piece with yoga, like I'd never, until you said that, like in kind of, you know, putting it all together, I'd not really processed this. But what I love about yoga is that you very mindfully go into it, don't you? And like, you kind of make sure that you're all there. You figure, like, kind of just have a moment to think of what your body feels like in that moment. And then you have that reflection at the end, think of how much stronger you feel. And even that, for me, as someone who hasn't really, you know, got a fitness, isn't on a fitness journey as such right now, that makes me want to go back because I could see that progress rather than it be just another gym class that I do and forget about. So that mindfulness is so, so needed, isn't it? Absolutely. It's that pause and reflect moment, that pause and and you know when you are moving it's not necessarily the yoga postures that you're moving into it's how your body's feeling in that moment and I love teaching in a layering effect where yeah you might not be at headstand um level at this time but something else might feel really delicious to you right now and you just might want to stay there and what what do my arms feel like in here what does my spine feel like in here um because I've tried uh, I've practiced and qualified in quite a few different um yoga so like ashtanga yin and, and all the rest of it and it's yeah but how does that apply to everybody how does that apply to modern day and are we moving the body 
as it should be moving. You know, we should be moving the spine, that flexion, that beautiful extension. And this is why we're getting all these back problems because it's just compression all the time. And we're either sat down or we're just walking around all the time. So it's never getting that flexion and extension. So let's integrate that into our practice and move in a natural way. So that's really interesting, Claire, about what you've just said about how with some of your clients, it's there's not even any movement in the first, you know, few sessions or, or you know, time with you. And it's more about sitting down and doing that mindset work and figuring out what's going on inside so that when they then do move into the movement or the fitness with you, whether it be the yoga or, or the PT, it's from a different space and a different place where it then sticks and it then stays. Um, yeah. And there's a deep reason why you know why they're doing it and I think I don't know if you relate to this chart I know historically in the past I've kind of been on a workout you know sort of regime or mission and it just hasn't stuck <laughs> it's like it's been a couple of weeks and then I'm back to square one and um so I think it's you know it's really important that we highlight that doing that mindset work first um just we just we just work out from a different place then don't we we really do yes yeah was this was where I was coming I think this this kind of idea and this approach actually came out of um lockdown when we were in lockdown and what I wanted to do was create a package um again for women women sorry blokes but again for women that, that's just who I work um because I knew that when we were coming out of lockdown after so long we were coming back to a new world a new way of being if you will and I knew that women would find this overwhelming and so what I wanted to do was just create a four-week package where I was preparing them with the mindset, with the nutrition, and just putting them in a strong place to make that transition over. Um, but from that package, this was really where the disruptive yogi came from, because it this was where I got a lot of results, because it was prepping the mind. It was doing a lot of the mind work. It was actually sitting down and doing clear goal setting and just kind of coming back to the moment and thinking okay so how do I want to proceed with this how do I want to move forward and it's like you just said about you know sometimes we're just we're so interested in that end goal so we're starting this fitness journey or we're starting this journey that we're actually not really clear we're just thinking okay I want to go from a to z but what about all this in the middle what about get distracted what about when my friends want to go out for tea what about do you know what I mean all the distractions that come up yeah. and with the you know with everything that's going on we're almost fighting a losing battle so you need to know yourself and your values and your goals before you can kind of work through it but when I was saying about working with the ladies that haven't set foot on the mat or started with the movement process just yet, um, these are usually a lot of them are women that are suffering terribly with anxiety, depression. There's a few other medical um, issues that are going on as well. But we can still tap into the philosophy to prepare them for that movement so that it's not just another thing that you're adding to create or add to that anxiety and that overwhelm does that make sense yeah. and, and a lot of ladies are quite fearful quite fearful of the expectation mm -hmm. quite fearful 
example of being surrounded by other people in the gym or, you know, and you hear it quite often, but making a fool of themselves. Because you do on social media, what you see in yoga is these beautiful women <laughs> on beaches in beautiful postures, which we all love, 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 love. Um, but there's so much more we can take from it. Yeah. You just remind because there's there was one pose that I saw and it was online and I was like, oh, wow, like that looks incredible. And, you know, and you think, I think I can do that. And I started yeah. to do it and I was like, no, I'm not there yet. I was like, <laughs> but it is. And it's, I, I love what you just said there. It's, it's enjoying it, isn't it? And I think that's what I found the difference and why I've really taken to yoga as opposed mm. to being in the gym, because it's about enjoying it in the moment and not being so focused on that end goal, but actually getting to know yourself and your body and how you move. Because even mm -hmm. in, a, in a yoga class, we all move in different ways and we can all do something better than someone else. Like someone might be more flexible in one way, but then I love how you can just switch the direction and I'm like, oh, I can do it that side. Or Knowing that's okay though. Knowing yeah. that's I know I've been in um yoga classes before and it has been a big ego trip and that's scary that's yeah. really to be in there um and luckily they're few and far between but you know I always encourage when I'm on the mat with ladies just look your shape might not look like my shape you've got to remember how much I do yoga this is what I'm supposed to be doing but how do you feel how do you feel in that how's the body feeling what's coming up for you where is it coming up do you need to back what point is your ego stepping in there? So you just take away that competition. We're in competition almost 23 hours of our 24 hours. <laughs> it's competition all the time, isn't it? Feels yeah. like it. And that's it. Yeah, figuring out what your way is and what feels good to you. I love that. I really, really love that. That's such a magical part of it, isn't it? Yeah, because we lose ourselves. You know, we're yeah. going fast, so, so fast that we lose ourselves a little bit in in terms of what's supposed to be what's meant to be what you know you've got all these ideas it's yeah. a massive world but sometimes with our primitive brains it gets too much yeah yeah definitely it's and really... there's just so much power in the now isn't there and just like being in that moment I know we had this conversation about different readings that we've all read like when we when we first spoke and I read mm. The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle, and I'm like, it makes so much sense. Like, if we're worrying or stressed or feeling anxious, we're either living in the future that's not happened yet or we're living in the past that we can't change. And what about when you think of just in this moment, right? And it took me a lot. It's really simple, but there's no problems in the present. Like, and I couldn't comprehend that at first, but I'm like, there is no problem in this moment that we're in right now if we're worried or we're anxious or we're stressed, we're literally playing in the past or the, or the future. And it takes work to get back to that. But that's what you could, yoga, yoga, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yoga does so beautifully, isn't it? It absolutely does. And I think it is a mindset. It's, it's the same as meditation. Meditation is probably one of the hardest things it took for me um, to get. And I can remember when I was in India and we were practicing meditation and it's in the jungle. And so we've got all these chattering monkeys and crows going off. And I was like, I didn't even know crows were in India, but they <laughs> I love that. 
But yeah, and for the making all this noise, and, and we were made to do like an hour or two's meditation, and I'm getting really frustrated with myself thinking, what, I can't do it. I'm, I'm useless at this because you've got other people just sat there like eyes closed and everything. But in actual fact, when you practice it and realize it's not about not thinking about anything, not feeling anything, it's about bringing yourself back to this moment and actually not having attachment mm-hmm. or reaction to the thoughts and what's going on around you and once you can get to that point you can meditate anywhere anywhere like I'll literally be that here or and you'll be like is that staring off to space and just kind of like shut down moment and then coming back in again and it's beautiful when you get it it's beautiful but that's the most challenging thing to get meditation and get the right meditation for you as well because everyone's different And again, there's no right or wrong way, isn't there? Because I think when I first started meditating, again, you have that view that you're sat on a mat, you've got your hands like this, you're completely switched off and that's that's it. But those thoughts do come up and like you say, it's just not attaching to them and it's letting them flow. And you've made me realize that I probably meditate a little bit more than I realize actually, because sometimes I'll do that when I'm sat and like my girls are running around or like there's quite a lot going on but I just sit and really just sit in that moment and just kind of yeah. I'm watching everything go on but I'm just right there that's it and that's yeah. it and I'm yeah. aware of it that's it and it's like all oh, right this is it this is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like when you go and like watch a sunset and you know when like nothing else matters because you're watching that sunset we actually yeah. talked about this in in the club weren't we last night cat that that that's what we're after like right there where you're not affected by yesterday you're not affected by tomorrow you're in that moment and it, and it's such a serene feeling I don't even know if it's got a name and that's that's probably why you don't know until you get there but that's the piece right there and you'll find some people will get there through visualization and through sat there sitting there just in peace other people will get that on the beach or walking or you know and we all get there in different ways and that's why it's about it's about educating people and going this is what it looks like you know it doesn't have to look like what you're seeing on social media it doesn't have to look like how do you feel when you do this okay so that doesn't work so how do you feel when you do this what do you enjoy doing yeah and and it's getting to that and it's just kind of leave everything else behind and just focus on you which we forget to do and it's it's shifting like you said Claire it's it's shifting that perception of what meditation is like similarly Charlotte I had that perception that it was cross-legged chanting on eyes closed um and I I started meditating with a 10-minute meditation from YouTube in the mornings while I'm drinking my cup of coffee with my eyes wide open but just mm. having that time, and I don't know if you ladies agree with this, but it is the most powerful recharge, isn't it? You know, yeah. if we're really like we're time pressured, or yeah. you know, time is time feels tight, right? Mm-hmm. There's not enough time to do this, not enough time to do that. If we're feeling that way, just actually stopping and practicing meditating, and it can look like that, just putting one on YouTube for five minutes. Yeah, it's almost like the recharge is not five minutes worth. It's like five hours worth. I don't know if you feel that, but, you know, just stopping for those five minutes and going, this time is for me, this moment is for me. Yeah. I mean, the present, the yeah. boost, the boost, the re- it's like a power power charge, isn't it? I was just envisaging, like, plugging yourself in yeah. like you would your phone, isn't it? It's like that, just... 
absolutely because what you've got to remember is what we, we we're always very aware of the external what we're not aware of and again this is coming to light and, and you're seeing a lot more of it now is the internal and that's when things are out of balance on the inside and that's why i always team meditation with breath work because if we can bring um if we can bring our my words gone blank now but if we can bring our inhale that exhale to equal lengths then we're going to bring our body our, our hormones into equal lengths as well um into balance sorry into equilibrium as well um because we don't we we can't see the chaos that's going on inside we can't see the we're not breathing correctly we breathe into the chest all the time and that's going to increase our anxiety if we take that breath all the way down into the belly full deep breaths um and exhale at an equal length then that's going to bring everything back down into balance that's going to calm the mind that's going to you know reassure you've got to remember we're a part of our brain and our mind but quite often it's the other way around the mind is controlling us we've got to take back that control and go look you're okay you're safe all our brain all our mind wants to do is keep us safe so it's going to see all these dangers all these red flags all the time um especially if we've got trauma especially if we've got things going on children we're going to see all these kind of red flags all the time so we've got to reassure our brain our mind just by bringing everything back into that equal um state and go look we're good we're all right and then that's when you feel that way is because no i'm calm i'm good there's nothing here that's going to hurt me we're good to go love wow that. i love that and and time on the mat is the space yeah. to do that isn't it and it's it's really clear that it's more than a physical thing isn't it time on the mat is Absolutely. it's a holistic a whole head to toe mind body connection there's yeah. just so much more isn't there to, the, the meets the eye to yoga it, there's a lifestyle and i think you know once you can balance once you can gain more control over your mind once you can pay more attention to you as a person and what you want and, and kind of what's going on on that level, once you can balance your nutrition and once you can find a move that feels healthy and natural um, and feels good to you and everything you've got going on, then you're doing a good job. Then you're kind of on that, that right journey, that fitness journey, that wellness journey, when you're pulling all these pieces together. Love that. Yeah. amazing and it's a practice like anything isn't it it's all a practice it's, and it takes time and it's and it just takes to start doesn't it to start yeah. and begin so with that in mind Claire if one of our listeners is thinking this sounds delicious, this sounds delicious <laughs> is there is there a bit of a starting point that you'd give for somebody that maybe hasn't even done yoga before or perhaps has done yoga a bit like myself for you know yeah. fitness reasons um is there anything you'd encourage them to do or yeah, a starting place to kind of get off the, get off the blocks with it? Get off the blocks. Yeah. So I always, I mean, one of the biggest things that I always say, and again, you, you do hear this, you hear this a lot is journaling. So journaling is amazing. And I encourage this with every one of my one-to-one sessions. And I always give it as a, as a little piece um, to start with mainly because Whatever we've got inside our heads, sometimes it just feels such a relief and so cathartic when we're just getting it down on paper. And quite often, it doesn't even make sense. 
it doesn't make sense and then you might look over it in a few days time you'll be like ah oh, right so that was bothering me and that's that and so I always say if you can create a habit because habits and habit loops and all the rest of it and that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> <laughs> but creating that habit of journaling is giving you that time and that space back to yourself to get whatever's inside outside because you know if you think about if you if you're feeling really pent up or even if you're feeling excited either way when you speak to somebody you often you feel better about it don't you and you feel yeah so if you haven't got that person to speak to or you don't want to speak to somebody get it down on paper just write just set the timer five ten minutes Get yourself a book and just begin to write. Doesn't matter what you're writing. There's no pressure. Just whatever's coming up in here, just put down on paper. So I always say journal, get it, get it all out, everything out. I think we store so much internally. And sometimes we can't talk about things. Sometimes it's difficult. You know, it's really difficult to find the right person that we we trust to talk to. So I totally get that. So always journaling. And then I think if you can start with your breath work as well, then you're going to start to work on an internal level just to bring that balance back again. And remember to to bring that down into your belly. Um, And then third part would be persevere with um, your meditation. If you can meditate, um, try to persevere with your meditation. If you don't know what that looks like, then always contact a yoga teacher or I've got lots of tips on social media about it as well. Um, And then move, move your body, whatever that looks like and feels like to you, move your body as naturally as you can, as naturally as you can. Yeah. So get that tension, move your shoulders. Think about the direction and the movement that your joints can actually do. They can do so much but when did we last do hip circles? When did we last rotate our wrists and our ankles? You know, move naturally, the body, the way the body's intended to move. Oh, I love that. That's really sound advice, isn't it? And we are team yeah. journaling over here, yes. aren't we? Well, team journaling, team meditation, team move. And it just removes that overwhelm, doesn't it? Like we can do these things in bite-sized pieces absolutely you know your goals your achievement and you know I always say and I'll I'll probably I'll talk more about this next week but if you're in a really can I say crappy really crappy place um the best thing you can do is journal on gratitude look at what you're grateful for now and I think you can always come back to journaling on the moment you go okay and even if you feel really low as I know a lot of people do, it's the tiny things, you know, the birds that sing, that sing the pets, the kids, you know, just the, the little things that you think, no, actually, I'm really grateful for this. And I think that can help with overwhelm as well. When you just pause, just slow down and go, okay, so what's happening now? What am I grateful for now? It's good to have the goals and achievements and, and all the rest of it. But don't forget to be grateful for, for now what you've got surrounding you now I think that's that's something I'd come back time and time again gratitude a lot of dogs I had a a bit of a moment a few weeks ago where I was um I was sat it was a Sunday and I was outside and Denzel our dog was lay on the grass and me and my husband were just having a coffee like a morning coffee like just outside because the sun was shining and it was lovely and I had a moment didn't I shared I think I shared this on a podcast before where I was just like 
even when I've reached my wildest dreams and I've done all of my goals, I still want to do this. And that was such a moment for me where I was like, oh, like literally I've got this right now. And sometimes we can get so focused on where we're going and moving in that direction, which is obviously great because we want to have a place that we're going to and a goal. But then it's it's realizing that you've got it now as well, isn't it? And got elements of your day that are how you would like them to be in the future as well. So like living those and enjoying them and like you say, tapping into that gratitude for them now. Mm. And this is such a mind-blowing thing for me because I'm like, I just feel like I finally get manifestation. Like, you know, and you're just like, yeah. I've got that now. Like it's a feeling and I've got access to that now. And I was thinking, I've just completely surrendered now. And I'm like, I'm just open to all opportunities, all things that are coming my way. Because, because you've got action. You've got that aligned action. And that's what you'll get with being grateful. Because it's the little things that make the bigger things. And when you're in alignment, you're going to be moving in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. Not when you're in alignment, the action is going to come. And you're like, yeah, it's these small things. This is what, this is what we're living for. This is, you know, this is the mm-hmm. thing. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, obviously gratitude. There's so much science behind that, isn't there? And It's so powerful. Honestly, if you can just pause. And like I say, you don't need a lot. You don't need millions of pounds. But we have all got so much that we take for granted. On You know, if, if we're fit and if we're healthy, if we've got all of our limbs, if we you've got so much already, we're waking up every day. And especially now in modern day, we've got so many opportunities. So yes. many opportunities. I mean, I've got I've got children in school. Well, one one of my sons has left school now. And I look at the way that they do homework now, and it's not reading through textbooks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I know you don't have to go to the library and get 10 books out, and then you feel like your mum, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely so opportunities open to us it's it's amazing out there if we can just pull it back a little bit and just pause slow down and just remember who you are Mm. and there's always a choice isn't there how we choose to see things um there really is so amazing it has been so incredible to chat with you Claire um, mm-hmm. and as we mentioned guys Claire is in the membership in yes. July for our guest expert masterclass so if you'd love to hear more from Claire um, then come join us in the club um, and also Claire you have your own podcast show so we will share that in the show notes all of Claire's socials get over to her Instagram give her a follow it's guys honestly the value that you share Claire is is amazing um so please do jump over and follow the disruptive yogi I really loved what you said as well that success is like alcohol that really got me and I was like yes (laughs) (laughs) you little cute things going on there (laughs) yes it's focus aren't they absolutely and it's getting these foundations right isn't it so that we can live and thrive and do the things that we want to do um and and then that's it foundations yeah 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 Yeah. and then when we get to that success it feels feels how it's meant to feel (laughs) because you're in a line all the time and I I think this is what we're going off again but I think this is where you know when you're comparing you've you've got to remember what feels right to you not not your best friend not 
you know that's their journey what's what's right for you yes yeah love that what an ending that is yeah (laughs) all about what is right for us and getting rid of any of those shoulds that's one word that we like put a ban on in the membership we're like no shoulds (laughs) stay in our lane isn't it stay in our lane that journey Oh, oh amazing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Claire. It's been incredible to chat to you. And um, yeah, we'll see we'll seeing you next week. Yeah. See Bye. you next week. Oh, take care. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you feel inspired to take a step forward today. And remember, be so proud of yourself when you do. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show, so please do take a moment to leave us a review and make sure you hit follow to never miss an episode. If you are ready to take this to the next level and be surrounded by women who have also chosen to lift the lid on their lives and see all that's so possible, then head over to www.theauthenticgirlsclub.com and join us today. We are the self-development community for women to transform and create a life they love now. And we cannot wait to welcome you. Sending our love today and always. Kat and Charlotte.